0: Hi guys, and welcome back to the Wings of Fire Fan Wings Podcast, where we talk about all things Wings of Fire. But today, we will be talking about the tribe with two dragons that changed the dragon world forever. One of the nerdiest dragons, and one of the most cinnamon rolly, optimistic dragons ever. You know them. Some people like them. Some people don't. Um, They live in the rainforest along with the wings, They are the Nightwings. And if you were wondering who I was mentioning, Darkstalker, Clear Sight, um, Starflight slash Mastermind, because I mean, they're both very dirty, <laughs> and Fate Speaker, because Speaker is a literal cinnamon roll. So this is going to be the last episode of season two, but don't worry, don't worry, there's going to be a season three, because I really enjoyed the podcast, and I'll be talking a bit more about that at the end, but I just want to say thanks to everybody who has listened to my podcast. Because it's just really cool hearing and seeing that people are <laughs> listening to me talk about Wings of Fire. And Wings of Fire is, like, really cool. And I want to give a shout-out to these people who asked for a shout-out. Um, the first person is Cloud of the Sky Wings, who also asked if we could make an episode on that Wings. And I was like, sure. So, here you go. And I know a couple of other people asked that. I'm pretty sure. So, for everybody who is asking for Nightwings, here's the episode on Nightwings. And I forget if I have shouted you out, but if I haven't, shout it to Fox90000. There are a lot of zeros, and I don't think I'm going to get the right amount. But without further ado, let's get started to talk about Nightwings. So, the first thing I want to start off with is my own personal headcanon. But first of all, like, this is going to have spoilers for all the books. So if you haven't read all the books, or the winglets, or Darkstalker Legends, or Dragon Slayer, or any of those stuff, click off right now, read those, and come back. Because, yeah, there's going to be major spoilers for everything about Nightwings. So, Nightwings can see the future and read minds. If they are born under the right amount of moons. If you are born under one moon you get one of the powers. If you are born under two moons, you get both of the powers. If you are born under three moons, you get both of the powers, but one is, like, super strong, and one is mediocre, normal, right? But, there is a question. Why the moons? Just, why the moons? How is that working? Like, how do the moons have magic on these eggs? Well... Here's my theory, or headcanon so to speak. We all know that in Pyria they use like holy moons, three moons, stuff like that, right? And they have moon festivals and I guess in the on Pyria at least, because I mean on Pantala it's clear sight, I guess the moons would be the closest thing Pyria has to a god sort of figure. Or gods, if you're talking about all the three moons. So I feel like that might be it, and maybe they're kind of thinking that the moons can see the future and read minds, and maybe that's where it comes from. That's what I like to think, at least. So if you have any of your ideas, you could leave them in the reviews, because honestly, that has always interested me. Why do the three moons give them? Do they need the moonlight as like a special blessing or whatever? I don't. Literally have no idea, but that's my own personal headcanon and if you have any headcanons, let me know and Hearing other people headcanons are just really cool and seeing how other people interpret stuff So that's one of my personal headcanons for Nightwings but now to Nightwing society and culture and 3012 after scorching and Darkstalker Okay so we all know that story. Arctic and Foslayer fall in love. They go to the Night Kingdom. They have two kids. Whiteout, who is amazing. And then Darkstalker, the one that's sadly, well, a bit more important. <laughs> but actually, Whiteout is very important because Whiteout was the only carrier of Animus' blood. So <laughs> yeah, then like Stone Mover and all the other Nightwing animi who were born after Darkstalker wouldn't be alive today, so. Shout out to you, Whiteout. You are really cool. But <laughs> going away from Whiteout and to the main dragon I'm supposed to be talking about, Darkstalker. He changed the Nightwings forever. He was just so overpowered. He had animus magic. He could read minds. He could see the future. He was really good at reading minds. And he just could basically do everything. He knew when enemies were in his path and packed that with a lot of intelligence and motivation and determination and you get Darkstalker. He's even willing to like spell his literal, literal like friends and girlfriend, like Dude, you do not spell clear sight and fathom just because they're not thinking the way you want them to think. You have a decent talking skills. You're very charismatic. You really are. Like, when I was reading Darkstalker Legends, at the beginning, he was very charismatic. And he still can be charismatic. I mean, in Book 10, when he offered Keebly some Animus Magic, well, I find Keebly real relatable, I would have turned it down like he did. Like, smart decision. Darkstalker might have done some things to the magic, but that offer was very tempting. It really was. And when I listened to the audiobook, oh my gosh. Just hearing somebody else besides my own inner voice say it, it was so tempting to say yes to that offer. And Darkstalker is just so charismatic. He makes spells and, like, he did. He... Well, not like Keebly did, but like Keebly thought, to make everyone like him. And Darkstalker just knows how to do this. So as a result of that, everyone moved from the Nightwing Peninsula to an island up north of the continent. Well, I'm pretty sure it was up north of the continent. I actually had canon that it was somewhere around the Ice Wings, just because they knew the Ice Wing territory. Um... (laughs) Yeah, they knew the Oswing territory because they had been fighting a war there, so I mean Where else could he go? <laughs> so anyways, with that that kind of made everything go downhill They were just thought to be these geniuses who were mind-reading and could see the future and everyone forgot about the true nature of nightlings over those two thousands years and What I find really interesting is that no one remembers it. There are no old scrolls. Yes, a lot of the scrolls are written by Nightwings. I'm not going to deny that. But if somebody would do more informational research, would they find that, like, Clearsight could only tell the future? She couldn't read minds? Did they just know it all along, but did they choose to believe it? Were they not worried about it in the midst of the Sandwing War of Succession? Were the Nightwings changing up the history? Were they rewriting their own history to make them look good? I don't know. But all I do know is things kind of went downhill. At the start, the Nightwings were a really good tribe. They had cake, okay? They had dragon cake. Seriously. Like, there was this one line in Darkstalker that I kept rereading one day. When I was like, really hungry for cake for some reason. And, like, Clearsight, was, Clearsight or Darkstalker or listener... Or somebody was complaining about, like, Vigilance always wanted to throw a party, you know? And then they talked one line. Like, there was a word that says, like, bring out the cake or something like that. And I was like, dragons have cake? So, yeah, they barely ate anything. They were just... And then they were... Being so mean to the Rainwings—I know it was scientific discovery, mastermind. Sure, 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 sure. Everyone, it was scientific discovery. But at the same time, you do not imprison the Rainwings. I mean, seriously, though, at least one of them's gonna throw venom on you. I mean, uh, yeah, you really should have expected that. You really should have. But in all honesty, you kind of just went downhill. And in the rainforest, I hope it goes uphill. I really do. Sure, they might hate Glory. I mean... (laughs) If I was a Nightwing who was put in that situation, I'd be thankful, but at the same time, like, what? Excuse me? Um, yeah, I don't even know this Rainwing, girl. I just don't know. But! (laughs) I would also be grateful. I mean, technically she rescued you from a volcano. But technically that was Starflight, just... Making that, and then Glory kind of had no choice but to say yes. Because, I mean, where were the Nightwings going to go? Nowhere. They, were, they couldn't go anywhere. So, yeah. But currently, I just feel like the Nightwings went so downhill with Darkstalker. And I really want to know what would have happened if the Nightwings would have stayed without Darkstalker. Would they be the same? Would they... Be so advanced if dark had lived on would nightwings be the ones controlling the continent there are just so many questions and nightwings are such an impactful tribe i mean they even made the prophecy for goodness sake for moon's sake <laughs> they literally made a prophecy oh and by the way in my headcanon earlier the the literal whole prophecy was about a moon so i mean you know um I kind of want a prophecy about myself too <laughs> But then I would be Curious about how to fulfill it And all of that stuff And not know if it was fake Because at this point I feel like some Nightwings still feel that they can tell the future When they don't I'm sorry fate speaker, I really am Just get over the fact that you cannot Read minds or tell the future Well you kind of are an empath But you cannot tell a future fate speaker Just live with it, okay? Just calm down Just calm down. But in all honesty, though, Nightwings were an amazing tribe. They just had so much fun and dance and a lot of technology. And hey, maybe the Sea Wings could have even showed them toothpaste. I want to see Nightwing toothpaste. Like, would each tribe have a different color of toothpaste? like the different brands, like AIM and Colgate, or whatever other brands of toothpaste there are, because I'm drawing a blank here, but that was a big sidetrack from what I'm supposed to be talking about. Nightwing culture, I do feel like, has kind of parallels Ice Wings. They're super strict, they're super loyal to their tribe, and I feel like that's an interesting parallel said that they are like literal enemies and then having Darkstalker as a legend not as the literal book but in book five they're like well is that the Darkstalker did the Darkstalker come and get us the Darkstalker and if somebody calls a dragon the Darkstalker you know that dragon is automatically scary like the Darkstalker is scary Darkstalker is scarier (laughs) But it's just Darkstalker is so impactful on the Nightwings. And I can't help but wonder what if Darkstalker hadn't happened? What if Both Slayer wasn't allowed to go to that meeting and never met Arctic? And the thing with Snowflake continued. Wait, what? Now, oh my gosh. And. I do feel like Ice Wings and Night Wings are so similar in a way. They're so loyal to their tribe. They're so, like, strict. They have strict hunting time, strict sleeping time. They seem to be very focused in education like the Ice Wings are. Or at least the Ice Wings previously in the circle, the aristocracy. You know what I'm talking about. And just the fact that they were mortal enemies, kind of, is coincidental to me i don't know if it is for anyone else but it is for me and um one other thing for nightwing society um so for the rainwings question mark so they were trying to develop the venom of sorts as well i wonder how they didn't figure out the venom that if you're related maybe they just didn't care and were trying to do their scientific experiments But the fact that like the rainwings knew that and the nightwings didn't and the nightwings were the ones doing all the scientific research I really do get how the rainwings would get it cuz <laughs> if they didn't know how to fix it, then that would be a huge problem probably If you accidentally, you know venom target at the <laughs> wrong dragon <clears throat> Book three King kinkajoo <clears throat> But, yeah, that would be a huge problem. So, I wonder, did they ever come close to developing a sort of cure for it? Was the lava ever, like, used... Okay, this is a whole different topic. But was the lava always used as a form of, like, punishment? Just throwing someone into the lava? Or did Bad Winter invent that? I just don't know, but then how would battle winner get back in time? I mean, where were the ice wings? Where was the ice wing was the ice wing like Right near one of the secret tunnels and yes, I'm calling it a secret tunnel not the animus tunnel bear with me Was the ice wing right near one of the secret tunnels so battle winner could just go into the lava? How did they get a pit of lava like? There are so many questions I have And I just really find the Nightwings so interesting. Yes, they're not my favorite tribe at all. At all. Like, Sea Wings are supreme in my opinion. I just like the ocean. So if you, all of you out there, like Sea Wings, then I would be happy to do a podcast on that because they're probably my favorite tribe. But Nightwings, come close. They're super interesting and, yeah, just their design. And that is what I'm going to be going into next, their design. I like how it's sort of sky-based, you know? Not the character sky. <laughs> I mean, like, the literal sky and the earth, I guess. Because you usually say the, the clouds in the sky. So the sky and the sky, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure that out later. But I really do like how there are stars on their wings. I just find that really interesting. And how their normal color schemes are usually so dark. And it really does make it pop. And everything like that. And then the teardrop scales too. The teardrop scales... Oh my gosh, I just really like the teardrop scales, because if I have any Nightwing OCs, I usually like to make a teardrop scale a tinted color that kind of matches their scale-tinted color, or is the opposite on the color wheel to that color. So I really do think that Nightwing designs are super interesting, even though they're more, I guess, black and gray and monochromed than any other tribe, besides possibly Icewings. Now that I think about it, that's another parallel. They both have very limited color schemes. I mean, it's very either like near black or for ice wings in this case, would be very near white, somewhere near white. And first of all, face speakers design. Oh my gosh. Face speakers design looks so good. It it, it looks better than... Riptide sparkling teeth and nose is a herring that he can eat it. You get the point. It looks amazing. And the purple underbelly and the, well, the purpley pink underbelly. I don't know. But it's just super good. And then I love how she has like the little mind reader scale. <laughs> and the funny thing to me is that Face Beaker keeps focusing on like telling the future and not mind reading. When she is an empath, I mean, mind reading would probably be your best bet if you were trying to convince somebody you had powers. But yeah, Fate speaker's design looks amazing, and I cannot help but imagine Mastermind in a and uh, one of those like science lab sort of coats, you know, those white long coats. I cannot help but imagine him. And that, with some glasses on, about to do an experiment, every time I think of Mastermind. Because, I mean, that's the first image that pops into my head. Mastermind is cool. Um, Mara's year is huge. (laughs) Battle winner. Oh my gosh. Battle winner's design, though. How the ice is kind of just in her underbelly in the graphic novel. That was probably one of my favorite scenes in the graphic novel. It was just, like, so good. Well, one of my favorite scenes in the fourth graphic novel, at least. And when she turned to, like, ice, that was slightly terrifying. So, all in all, Nightlings are such an amazing tribe and have such a rich history, and even if it went downhill at the point of Darkstalker, Stalker. I'm super excited for the guide because I really do want to know what they were like before the times of Darkstalker, before the times of all of that. We get a glimpse into that in Darkstalker Legends, but I really do want to see how it like developed and why they chose that place. Is it more nighty? Because I mean, I don't know why they chose that place when there was well, I mean, did they have any place left? question mark But, you know, I really do want to learn more about Nightwing culture. And, yes, I know this is a long podcast episode, so I'm going to wrap the Nightwing section up here. I am going to talk a bit about Season 3. So, Season 2 is probably the ship season, because we did a lot of ships. I mean, we really did a lot of ships. And in Season 3, I'm going to try to get that Book 14 episode. I have to edit it. And, um, yeah, I have been procrastinating on that, but let me tell you, it is coming out soon. I'm just curious because I've heard people like in podcasts read their fan fiction and recently I finished this fan fiction on Dune. It was an AU where Webbs died and Dune survived and he goes out after the war's over and stuff like that. I was wondering if anyone would like to hear a bit of it. Because I think that'd be really cool and it's the one fanfiction AU that I've actually finished So I'm very happy about that and For season three I kind of want to talk more about like my headcanons and my theories and stuff like that Especially as we near book 15 the end of the arc. I mean This is going to be insane. I just want to know what happens and Oh my gosh. I have so many theories and so many headcanons and so much wanting the book to be in my hands right now that I really do want to talk about it a lot. So if anyone would be interesting, interested in hearing that AU, please let me know. The Dune AU. And I am working on a Scarlet AU currently because if you didn't know or watch my Villains episode Scarlet, I really do like her. Queen Scarlet is amazing and... <laughs> Yes, I just really like villains deal with it. (laughs) So, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was a bit longer than the usual ones, but covering a whole tribe with a dark stalker in it? Oh my gosh, and I didn't even touch on Clear Sight in the Beetle Wings. I mean, but that would probably be in a Beetle Wing episode because, I mean, that's more having to do with the Beetle Wings. But a Nightwing literally kind of starting a whole tribe. I mean, the Hive Wings, though, it's... It's just all insane, and the Nightwings have so much to talk about and so much more, and I'm so excited for the guide. And this is the end of Season 2. I hope you all enjoyed, and I will see you at the start of Season 3 in the next podcast. Bye!